0: We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Brother County's Place to Talk.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome to all sports talk, a Thursday edition. Changing the batting order up a little bit. The coach, Preston O'Neill, joining us today. Preston, how
3: are you? I'm doing great, Monty. Am I in the ninth batting slot or am I uh, I hitting cleanup?
2: I have got you in the fifth. I got you in the RBI hole.
3: Oh, uh, right where I needed to be. That's right. Play down a bunt.
2: <laughs> Better catch him <them> by surprise. <laughs> Nobody can bunt anymore, so <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's just start with the Blue Raiders pressing a really an entertaining good football game on uh, Tuesday night. Blue Raiders fall forty two thirty five at Liberty. Um but we saw some fight in them. We saw what they're capable of. But again, as I mentioned yesterday, this has just been one of those seasons. What might have been, what could have been, and they just can't finish it. Finish the deal.
3: Well, they've uh, you know they've been in every game that they've uh, uh, you know they've participated with except the Alabama game. Uh, you know, had an opportunity to beat Missouri, had an opportunity to beat, uh, you know, have an opportunity in every game that they played. And if you didn't care who won uh, on uh, uh, Tuesday night, uh, it was an extremely entertaining game. So, uh, a lot of fun to watch. Unfortunately, came out on the wrong end of it.
2: Yeah, I'll point to one thing you mentioned. Um, when you can't run the football... It gets harder and harder to move the football, so you look in the fourth quarter. Middle had four possessions, two punts, and two interceptions. You know, you know, Body auto had a had a really nice game at quarterback. But when when they know there's no running game coming at them, I mean, Middle had 96 yards, but um, probably in that game you needed more because. On top of that, your opponent rushed for 400, and when that happens, the defense is just going to keep staying on the field.
3: Well, and then, Monty, the time of possession changes. You know, they uh, – Liberty had to football 15 more minutes than Middle did in the entire game, and, you know, that creates a uh, – you know, a uh, lot more opportunities. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they ran 81 plays, and middle ran 63. So, but you know, pretty clean game. Uh, Middle's only penalized five times. Some of those that, that uh, created some opportunity. You know, even though they were penalized, I believe there was a penalty in the fourth quarter that you know kept uh, kept Liberty's driver alive. So, uh, an entertaining game. But you're correct. Uh, you know, even in today's world. You've got to be able to
2: run the football. Yeah. I don't, last time, I don't remember last time Middle gave up over 400 yards rushing. That's a, that's a lot of yards. That's a whoppy number. And as you said, they had the ball an entire quarter more than Middle. Well, you figure they're going to score at least one touchdown, and they did, and that was the difference in the game, you know, that time of possession.
3: Yeah, it was- 35 minutes to 23, or 22, however that math works. But it was 15 minutes more, approximately.
2: Okay, so the Blue Raiders are 2-6 and six now. Um, you know, and just as this schedule was weird, you know, the Tuesday-Wednesday games, what's about to, to ensue is weird, in that they were scheduled for an open date this week anyway, and then by the time they play again, it would be about 17 days. Um, and that's something new to, to handle. Do you give them time off? Do you try to heal up? But, you know, how how do you approach this? Uh
3: well, I know if, I, I, I was still, if we, it was Coach Donnie was still in coaching, we were working over there, we'd be practicing every day.
2: Right. <laughs> you know,
3: <laughs> and there'd be a lot of physical activity going on. Uh, I don't believe that's Coach Stockwell's approach. I, you know, I'm sure he's going to give him some time off, uh, get some work done in the weight room, get some r- work done in the uh, – uh, in the training room, get people healed, and then they'll be out recruiting. So, uh, they'll still be busy. And uh, how much time they give them off, I, you know, I don't know. I, there might be some sporadic practices in there. We're going to practice these two days. We're going to take some day, these days off. Uh, and then they'll get back in full force, uh, ready to go the week of the ball game. So, I mean, they've got I mean, it's 18 days, right? So... <laughs> Well, they played Tuesday, so uh, they've been off the rest of this week, and they've got all of next week, and then all of the following week. So there's a lot of time in there. Yeah. That's right, you know, money. That's kind of like bowl season. You know, you get the same kind of schedule. You get uh, that much or more time off uh, when you qualify for a bowl game. So it, it's unusual in the regular season, but uh, in things that you know the coaching staff the team's done in the past, uh, it's pretty similar to the time that you're getting ready to prepare for a bowl game.
2: You know, I mentioned a quote Coach Stock had after the game: "We got beat by a good team, but we're a good team." Um, and I think I know where he's coming from. From a coach's perspective, he's with them every day, and um, you know he's gone through the season with them. Uh, he sees the potential they have, and what then that they have done good things in a lot of games. But I kind of I I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just being ned negative here. But I'm kind of more Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you
3: are. Uh, well, they're doing six. You know. Uh know, on the positive side Monty, you know, the unfortunate situation that happened against Jackson State where they were leaving at halftime and then uh, ended up getting beat. Uh, and really a great job by the coaches getting that team turned around mm-hmm. mentally and prepared for losing an attack to win that
2: game. Yeah.
3: I, you know, I thought that was a a really good job on the coaching staff's part of taking a very difficult and emotional situation where you could have just kinda laid down and in a short period of You know, six days, got the locker rooms back and, uh, you know, played really well. And then, you know, turned around a week later uh, and played an undefeated team uh, off their feet and had a chance. Uh, I mean, there's some signs there. Yeah. Uh, There's some signs. And, And then, you know, they're off 18 days and they get on an airplane and make a very long trip out to Las Cruces, New Mexico. I think you and I have made that trip before some time ago. Uh, you know, that's an interesting place to go play. The <laughs> you know, Last time we went out there, it was the Day of the Dead, which is something I'd known about but had never been exposed to. And Walking around in the plaza in Las Cruces was uh, educational, to say the least. Yeah, uh, it's a different environment, but those guys have done a good job out there. I, you know, they Played on some of the same nights that middle has, and had an opportunity to watch them last night against Del Paso. Uh, quarterback's outstanding. Uh, creates a lot of things on his own. And uh, he can throw the ball. He made some, he's made some really uh, good throws into some tight holes. So they got the hands full uh, in 18 days, too.
2: Yeah, and they've got to win the rest of their games to get bowl eligible. So that's going to be tough. Probably be an underdog in that. Probably be a favorite in the two home games. The last game at Sam Houston, probably go either way. Um, But got their hands full uh, without a doubt. Um, You know, I've noticed, you know how people, and we all get kind of caught up into this. We look at um, scores and then you start comparing them thinking, how okay, how would we match up with this team? Okay, you look, Jacksonville State ended up whipping up on Middle Good. Of course, Middle made it made Christmas come early for them. I, I hope they've sent a Christmas card to the Blue Raiders. Um, but then you look, um, uh, the week before, um, Liberty goes down to Jacksonville State and just wipes the field with them. And then last week, um, or this week, I can, I, can't, I have a hard time keeping up with all these midweek games. Uh, Jacksonville State turns right around and beats Western Kentucky. And then middle goes up and almost pulls a huge, which would have been a huge upset. They were two-plus touchdown underdog. So it goes back to where you can't really compare scores because you don't really know how the game unfolds. You just look at a score and – you know every matchup's different against a team. Um, you might you might match up well against one team, not match up well at all against another.
3: Yeah, I and mean, you, you know that's look at the scores and in the tail of the tape, uh, the tail of the tape. You know you got to dig back into the numbers and compare, and then you don't know who's got injuries. Uh, What's going on in your locker room? Uh, you know, there's multiple things that take place. You know, Monty, uh, uh, just to kind of give an example of, of what the numbers tell you. You know, everybody's talking about Colorado's failure to beat Stanford and uh, focusing on some things that happened in the game. i not. You know, maybe I've watched a lot of it, but Colorado had 17 penalties in that ball game
2: penalties. Yeah, up twenty nine. Like like he said, up twenty nine to nothing. And um, Coach Prime, he didn't really have an answer because he said, "I've never played in, my, in a game in my life like that at any level." So uh, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. <laughs> I and mean,
3: then you look at you know USC and Notre Dame. USC gives up eight sacks and uh, has five turnovers and seven or eight tackles for losses. You can't win under those circumstances.
2: They didn't seem to like the physicality very much, did they?
3: Did Notre Dame get after them or what? Woo! Uh, They got after them and they were back in the backfield all night long
2: you listening to all sports talk joined today by the coach Preston O'Neill we'll take a break and be right back
4: this is a paid legal ad you've probably heard it a million times if you're injured call a lawyer and you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost how long it will take or even if you have a case At the law offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day.
0: I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything.
6: You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience
3: that what I thought I should get for my home I got much more for it.
0: Visit our website at parksauction.com. Hi there,
5: Parks nine, Auction 896-4600. Six, Stan Bald and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. 30, 30,
0: 30, 30. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at wgnsradio.com.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This segment of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank, where they remain true to their heritage heritage as a customer-driven bank dedicated to providing first-class financial advice and solutions. That's First Bank. The coach, Preston O'Neill, joins us today. And um, unfortunately, um, another black cloud popped over the football program. Last weekend, when Director of Player Personnel Nick Woodley was arrested for basically flashing himself to a teenage girl, allegedly, uh, he was uh, immediately suspended, uh, has since resigned. Um, I, you know, you've got a girl, Preston, I've got two girls, and I said this yesterday, I'm looking here, and this guy's got a $3,000 bond. He also was arrested for resisting arrest. Um, $3,000, that's $300 to get out of jail. Um, if that had been one of my daughters, uh, my bond would be much higher.
3: Very likely, Monty. Could have been very likely.
2: And he'd be in the hospital. <laughs> so. But you know, and, and you know, I mentioned this yesterday. You know, everybody's you will use anything and everything, the kitchen sink, whatever, against you in recruiting. You don't need something like this. Although it's a isolated case, again, it's not been settled in court or anything like that. And but then you know, I I caught myself about that talking about the football. I said that that doesn't mean squat. It's the fact it's a girl. And, you know, like I said, you've got a girl. i have raised, too. Uh, that's what's the most damaging thing in this. And, you know, they're asking people to cooperate, thinking there's possibly more victims.
3: Well, it probably is. So I don't have any idea. It's a sad situation for everybody involved. Uh, you know, the people in the athletic department on the football staff uh, you know I'm sure they were surprised as anybody that this took place yeah and the, and the young ladies involved it's not fair to them uh, you know it's it's an awful situation and you know they got need some help and hopefully he'll go find it and you know
2: you, you got to be thinking you know it's been a tough year as it is. Yeah, I'd be thinking, my gosh, what next, you know? It's just, like I said, it's a black cloud, um, you know. and <laughs> I, I remember a coach told me one time, if my phone rings after midnight, I don't even want to answer it because it's not good.
3: No, it's not good.
2: And you don't want to see, good. you don't want to see, um, then this happened in broad daylight. So, I mean, you know, the bottom line is, <clears throat> when you work for a Division One football program, you're a public figure, uh, if you, and your your actions affect a whole lot of people.
3: Well, this is made national news. You know, it's uh, I, I follow footballscoop.com. dot com. Check it every now and then, and it was on there. Uh, It's on all the TV stations. It was in the newspapers. So it's an ugly incident that uh, does not reflect quality of people that work on that football team. Not at all. An individual who has an issue. uh, It has now become public. So, you know, he's no longer with the university. Hopefully he'll get some help. Uh, and that the university, you know, that somebody is really taking care of that girl. So getting her the help she needs in whatever way that she feels like the damage has been done. So, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, I, I don't want to dramatize the effect, and I don't want to make light of it. Yeah. That young lady, you know, that, that young lady, uh, you know, she's... She needs to be making you know that needs to be making sure of that mentally she's she's okay. That could be a very traumatic experience and it could be something she just blew off and never, you know, never thinks about again. Highly unlikely that it's that way, but you know, I'm hoping they're giving her some help. Absolutely. And him too.
2: Absolutely. All right, we'll get back onto the playing field. <clears throat> excuse me, look at the SEC. Alabama 24, Arkansas 21. Alabama looked like they had that well in hand, and but it did get a little hairy. And Poor Arkansas. Boy, you talk about some close games this year. They can't get over the hump.
3: No, they can't.
2: Really can't. Georgia 37, Vanderbilt 20. Georgia loses Brock Bowers. I think he's the best player in college football. That's my opinion, and it doesn't matter, but that's my opinion. I would have thought, I would have hoped he would have at least got invited to the Heisman Trophy. I mean, he's, quote, a tight end, but he's both. I mean, he's the Travis Kelsey of college football. That's a huge blow to them. He's out a month to six
3: weeks. Yeah, it's tough to replace those kind of guys. Uh, be next man up, and then offensively they'll make some adjustments uh, to get other people involved, uh, spread the ball out a little bit more, and, uh, you know, folks got to step up.
2: Yeah, and, you so, know, well, he's been by far the really, till McConkie got back there, only really big offensive threat. And, you know, you're right, it is ne- next man up, but we talk a lot about this. There's some injuries you just can't absorb.
3: No. And, it, you know, Coach speak, next man up. You know, I hate, hate that he's gone, and, uh, you know, we'll get him back as quick as we can. But, you know, next man up, everybody's got to you – know, it's like, hey, man, there's just some guys you can't replace. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to do that, especially when in the scholarship limitations. You just don't have them lined up back-to-back. So Georgia has the best opportunity of – anybody in the company to have it uh, in the country to have that kind of depth
2: all right uh, Florida 41 South Carolina 39 you know both those teams are hard
3: to figure yeah they're hard to, they're hard to know what's going on um, but you know money at this point who cares about Florida <laughs> South Carolina who cares um
2: Missouri <clears throat> Goes on the road and just laid it on Kentucky, thirty-eight twenty-one final. A Little surprised about not that Missouri won, but but the outcome. I mean the I heard, the spread,
3: you know. Yeah, I was surprised too. Uh, they they went in there and took care of their business uh, after you know getting their first loss the week before. So um, Missouri's got a really good football team, and they're go they're competitive. So. It'll be interesting to see who else they may be able to take out for the rest of the year.
2: Um, LSU 48, Auburn 18. When LSU comes to play, they're awfully good.
3: Yeah, they are. They, they bring a lot of dynamite offensively with them, and uh, that quarterback's really playing well. And, you know, Auburn's struggling. It'll take them, a little, you know, take them a year, two, three, to get back uh, to where they're competitive in the West. I heard the
2: um, final game, uh, Tennessee 20, A&M 13, certainly a, a defensive struggle it was. Um, you know, uh, Tennessee, you know, they don't have that vertical passing game they did last year. But I heard uh, Doug Matthews make a comment, and he goes, well, because because of the threat Milton has to throw it deep. I mean, he, he mentioned he can throw it 70 yards. He goes, their people are still playing their safeties back against them, and it's just not there like it was last year. Last year, they ran free the whole year, you know, and they had a guy that could get it to them. Um, so uh, they've turned to the run game. They lead the SEC in rushing now, Tennessee does. Um, and they're playing some pretty good defense.
3: But my uh, A and M and uh, Tennessee were knocking snot bubbles out of one another. There was some physicality in that ball game, and, and I heard one of the announcers talk about as I watched that ball game and and noticed it too. You know that uh, Milton is, you know, tucking the ball a little bit more and uh, not standing back here in the pocket. You know, where they're encouraging him to create some things with his legs. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but it was definitely some of, the, some, of the, some of it going on during the ball game. And, uh, you know, that, that, if most people today give up a lot of points, and neither team uh, uh, was as was successful offensively as, as, you know, it looks in, in a lot of games. So... Uh, hats off to those defensive guys. Man, it was a really physical ball game.
2: You know, but on a – well, the main positive for Tennessee and its fans, um, uh, they won the game. The other – that front four at Texas A&M is considered to be one of the two or three best in the country. And um, Tennessee had a lot of success running it. They rushed for over 200 yards. So, you know, they just had to find a different way to
3: skin a cat, as they said. Well, there were some gashes in there, too. It wasn't just three yards in a cloud of dust. They were, they were gashed and pretty good.
2: All righty, you listen to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Inside Report.
3: This is Pastor Nikki Ajapong, the lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro. Hear our
1: sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 7.30.
3: Our congregation is made up of a
1: variety of nationalities. Visit Holy Hill Chapel, tn.org to hear our podcast.
6: Good afternoon. we still got this heavy traffic flow out here right now on the South Loop, the West Loop. It's a steady flow of traffic on 40 eastbound from the airport here at Donaldson Pike all the way out into uh, Wilson County, 24 has been in pretty good shape so far. In and out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro now. Watch for radar on 65 down into Williamson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring in all locations. Check out that menu if you haven't seen it in a while. Prince'sHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, this is Stan with Parks Auction Company, and by now you've probably heard our commercials and know that we are committed to helping you increase your investments. Call 896 4600 to set an appointment with me or one of my team members. That's 896 4600, Parks Auction Company. We handle everything.
1: Next on WGNS and all sports talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance.
6: For business, auto, home, and life insurance.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
4: Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk Blue Raider basketball, both men and women and where you'll be able to watch the games this year. Uh, Obviously, you can hear the games on the Blue Raider Network. That's what the radio guys are going to tell you, of course. All the women's games will be right here on WGNS. Most of the men's games also on WGNS. Those that are not, you can hear locally on 95.1. Well, the national television schedule came out in middle The men will have five games on national television, three on CBS Sports, and two on ESPNU with the 22 other remaining games streaming on ESPN+. Now, for those of you who like to gripe about everything, let's go ahead and get this over with. The three games on CBS are not the greatest times of all. The first will be on December 9th when Belmont visits. That's a 730 tip. Also, the Louisiana Tech game at home will be an 8 o'clock tip and a road game at UTEP also at 8 p.m. So on December 9th and uh, January 11th, go ahead and put it on your schedule. Take a nap so you can be at the tip-off at 7.30 and 8 o'clock respectively. The Blue Raiders will take on Western Kentucky at 7 o'clock, February 3rd in Bowling Green, that's on ESPNU, and the game at Sam Houston is a 7 o'clock tip on March the 2nd. Also on ESPNU, the all-other home games and Conference USA road games, again, streamed on ESPN+, Plus, as well as road games at St. Mary's, Southern Utah, and Murray State, the first round and quarterfinals of the conference USA championship will stream on ESPN plus with the final two rounds airing on the CBS sports network on the women's side, the, uh, everything basically on the women's side will be on ESPN plus 131 nationally televised and digital games played on CEO USA courts. That includes all home games for the lady Raiders. Uh, all will be on ESPN plus, most all of your conference road games will be on ESPN Plus as well. The full schedule is located on the Conference USA website. All right, let's talk tennis. The Middle Tennessee Women's Tennis Team travels to Knoxville for the ITA Regional Championships. The tournament begins on October 19th and will finish on October 23rd. Uh, Sana Garakani, Lena Pyer, Lily Sophie Schmidt, Rudaya Shah, Alois Swarbrick and Alessia Truden will represent MTSU in singles and doubles this week. Graduate transfer Truden will seek her first action as a Blue Raider coming up this week. All right, let's talk Conference USA football. A couple of games last night, uh, both were kind of interesting after a couple of uh, nail biters on uh Tuesday night, Middle and Liberty, of course, a seven-point game that went right down to the wire. Western Kentucky losing on the road at Jacksonville State on a last-second uh, field goal, 20-17. to 17. But last night, uh, although Sam Houston and FIU went to double overtime and FIU got the 33-27 win, Uh, There was a lot of bad play in the final moments of regulation that ended up sending that game to overtime, and New Mexico State uh, blew out UTEP in the second half, 28-7. Of course, Middle Tennessee's uh, football team will not play again until November 4th when they travel to New Mexico State and watching the Aggies last night. That will not be an easy road trip. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow.
2: Back to All Sports Talk, joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. All right, Preston will look back at high school action last week. Oakland 42, Coffee County nothing. Business as usual for the Pats. Riverdale 55, Blackman 28. Preston Riverdale scored 153 points the last three games. They've got all their weapons back healthy. Um, they got Siegel this week, and then, of course, the big showdown against Oakland. Uh, week 11, uh, that's a really talented team that's coming together at the right time.
3: Uh, yes, they are. You said they've been very explosive offensively. Uh, that game against Blackman wasn't as close as I think either one of us thought thought it would be. And uh, they're playing really well at this point.
2: Beach 48, Siegel 10, of course, it's Broken record here. Uh Segal quarterback Thomas Santel out, but uh for the rest of the year. They're a a fine quarterback, but uh Seagulls just get is hit a rut, you know. They were you know Blackman got their first region win against them at home and they haven't uh, have not won since. So and it sure as I said, it sure don't get any easier this week with Riverdale coming
3: No, it up. doesn't. It doesn't, and, and Monty, we already talked about this. And you know, when you lose a guy of that quality who is uh, leading your football team and creating a lot of your offensive opportunities, uh, you can't replace him.
2: All right. Um, Laverne, 27, Green Hill, 24 in overtime. I mean, Green Hill's going to be playing for a championship um, this week or next. Uh, in it's region, but uh, that game went back and forth, and Laverne made some plays, and um, Green Hill kicked a field goal to go up on Laverne, but then Laverne um, scored on the first play of the game a little hot pass to a tight end. So uh, they've kind of got it going a little bit, you know, going into the last couple games.
3: Hey, that's why you play the game, Monty. Nobody knows, you know, it's never over until the fat lady starts to think. And, you know, Laverne's hung in there. They haven't rolled over and quit, and they managed to pick up some wins here in the middle of the season or toward the end, I guess, is where we are with the high schools.
2: Smyrna 19, Stewart's Creek 18. Uh, Another great defensive performance by Smyrna, and they score a late touchdown to win. You know, I'll say this about Smyrna. You know, them and Laverne and – creek uh they they just they're separated by nothing you know um they really take a lot of pride in being the best team in north rutherford county
3: well they all run around together i mean as you said but they're all a hop skip and a jump away from one another they they see every they see one another every day you know they're down at the Dairy Queen getting an ice cream, there's four or five of them all hanging around together. So uh when you're playing your friends and the guys you run around with and uh, you know it, it it it's pretty dang intense.
2: Um thirty five, Pope John Paul, um fourteen. I can't figure out Rockville. I thought they might win that game. I didn't think them just, they just came out and dominated it.
3: Yeah, they're uh, they're back and forth. Uh, Hyde and Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde uh, really look, you know, competitive and then, you know, look like they're asleep out there walking. So, uh, again, Monty, you never know week to week what's going to take place.
2: MTCS 47, Kings Academy 7. No surprise there. And Loretto 48, Eagleville 21. Coach Walker mentioned how physically strong Loretto is. Of course, they're 8-0, one of the top teams in the state. And he said he'd be interested to see how many yards they had after contact, that they were really strong, big, and physical. And that's the kind of team that gives them trouble. So, evil now. Uh, really? That their playoffs start this week. They've got to win their last two games.
3: Well, good luck to the Eagles.
2: Okay, this week it's Oakland at Ravenwood, one of the better matchups across the state. Blackman at Rockvale. Winner clinches a playoff spot. Doesn't mean the loser's out. Um, Stewart's Creek at Laverne. Um, it's. Um. Laverne has to win. Uh, Riverdale at Siegel. Um, Smyrna at Antioch, that's for first place. Richland at Eagleville. And MTCS at PCA over at uh, MTSU. So that's a look at this week's schedule. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. When news
5: breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad. Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free
6: text alert. Sign up online at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon, we still got this heavy traffic flow out here right now on the south loop, the west loop. It's a steady flow of traffic on 40 eastbound from uh, the airport here at Donaldson Pike all the way out into uh, Wilson County. 24 has been in pretty good shape so far in and out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro. Now watch for a radar on 65 down into Williamson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring in all locations. Check out that menu if you haven't seen it in a while. Prince'sHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
0: We do it your way
4: at Sir Pizza.
5: Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance Help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201, that's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, Let's Go Blue!
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This segment of All Sports Talk, All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank with 82 locations across the southeast. Including Murfreesboro, Woodbury, Smyrna, and Nashville. That's first bank. You ready to pick some games, Preston?
3: Let's pick them. All
2: right. Find, find my stuff again. All right. Well, getting twisted around up here. All right, let's start with um, Oakland Ravenwood. Oakland. I agree. Um... Blackman at Rockville. I'm going to take Rockville.
3: Give me Blackman.
2: Okay. Stewart's Creek at Laverne. I'm taking the Creek. I'm taking the Creek as well. Riverdale at Siegel. I'm taking Riverdale. Riverdale. Smyrna at Antioch.
3: Now, that's going to be a really good ball game down to the wire. But let me have the Bulldogs based on defense.
2: I like the way the Bulldogs are playing. Richland at Eagleville.
3: I don't know nothing about Richland, so pick it.
2: Unfortunately, I'm going to pick Richland. I'm going with you. MTCS uh, versus PCA.
3: Another good chance for a ball game, right? Yeah, maybe. MTCS.
2: I'm taking them. PCA is in the playoffs, though. So, congrats uh, to those guys. All right. Pick some college games here. Uh, Mississippi State at Arkansas. I think they're Razorbacks, I think they do. South Carolina at Missouri. Yes, you can. I'm taking Missouri.
3: I am, too.
2: Um, Ole Miss at Auburn. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Army at LSU. I'm going to take LSU, but they better be careful.
3: Yes, they should. LSU.
2: And Tennessee at Alabama.
3: I don't want to do this, Monty,
2: but Roll Tide. I'm picking Alabama. A couple other games. uh, How about Penn State at Ohio State? I'm going to go with the home. Is
3: that going to be good? But you know what, Monty? I'm going with Lou Holtz. Give me Penn State.
2: I'm going to take the Buckeyes at home. Um, Duke at Florida State. Um, I'm going to take Florida State. Clemson at Miami. Monty, uh, I
3: don't know why, but I'm taking the home team. Give me
2: Miami. Uh, what the heck? I'm going to take Clemson. And um, Utah at USC.
3: And I love the Utes. I love what that guy does, but I believe the Trojans will bounce
2: back. Give me USC. I'm going to take USC. Of course, MTSU's off. So, all right. Um, before we get out of here, your take so far on college football? well
3: uh, mine, I think we. I know we had sixteen. At one point in the last week or so, we've had 16 undefeated teams. I believe we're down to nine in the top 25. Uh, So things are beginning to happen as they do in this this part of the year. What a great game between Washington and Oregon. That Washington quarterback can play. Uh, So it's different this year, Money Pac-12 is putting on a heck of a show. Uh, Oregon State's got one loss. Uh, Washington is still undefeated and could have, you know, could have easily lost to Oregon. Uh, so I'm really enjoying what's going on in the Pac 12. Uh, and as we get into where we are this, this time of the year, you know, Penn State and, uh, Ohio State, there'll be one less undefeated team this weekend. So, uh, it's going to play out just like it always does. But man, there's a lot more going on. I don't think that I remember in quite some time, this many undefeated teams this late into the season. So, a lot of interesting things going on.
2: All right, Preston, good to catch up with you again. Um, We'll talk to you next week.
3: Sounds good, Monty. (laughs) I'm sorry.
2: You've been listening to All Sports Talk. That'll do it for today. Uh, everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you
1: tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womick, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie's Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Reburn Insurance in Smyrna.